0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Neil Lennon says Odson Edward won't be fit for Celtic's game tomorrow, but is in training ahead of the cup final. Rangers get ready to head to Aberdeen, but Stephen Gerrard thinks that's the perfect preparation for Sunday, and hearts appear to be closing in on their new manager. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna. And we have now entered the month of December, potentially the most pivotal month of the season. After the league games in midweek, and remember, Gordon, there's only one goal separating the old firm as we go into this midweek card. It's the Betfred Cup final on Sunday, and a month that ends with the two teams meeting again at Celtic Park. By the end of this month, not only will Gordon have unwrapped his prezzies, we'll have a fair idea where the silverware's going. Yeah, looking forward to this week, Gordon. Uh, good fixtures tomorrow night. You look at Celtic at home to Hamilton. Will they mix up a little bit with their squad? Aberdeen, obviously, hosting Rangers. I think that Steven Gerrard will play his strongest side at Petaudry. And then it's all eyes down for uh, Sunday's Cup Final And looking really forward to that one I think it'll be an absolute cracker 0141 That's the number you need to get in touch tonight If you would rather tweet you can do so At Clyde SSB Plenty to get your teeth into A full fixture card tomorrow Followed by that Cup Final on Sunday And Roger, that's, we're at that stage in the week Where it's very much about personnel Who's going to be fit? Who's not going to be fit? Who's risked tomorrow Who's not risked tomorrow Do you rest players Can you afford to If you're going somewhere Like Pataudry All of these questions Will be answered well, In the coming well, days well, Let me tell you The truth of the matter No one will know Until around 1.45 On Sunday afternoon Celtic Made sure There were plenty Of pictures today Of Watson Edward And Mohamed El Yunusi eh, Olivier and Cham Bolly Ball and Goalie So how many of them Will be ready for Sunday We don't know And of course there's always that possibility that a key man on either side could pick up some kind of knock tomorrow night. Rangers go to Aberdeen. It's always a feisty contest, particularly at Petaudry. Celtic at home to Hamilton. Both teams will look for wins. Both teams will look for goals. That's how tight mm. this league title fight is. And of course, any naughty boy who gets a straight red card for violent conduct on either side tomorrow, you're out the cup final. Uh, I mean Hugh Evans Gordon's very consistent on He believes both teams need to try and score as many goals as they can In every single game Because goal difference could be crucial Come mm. the end of the season And of course it could But at the same time Can the managers really be thinking about that With regards to their team selection Tomorrow Given what's round the corner no, on Sunday no, no, I think it's a bit early Yeah, uh, Hugh's right in the fact It could go to goal difference It's that tight One goal as Roger said earlier but tomorrow is about getting three points for both teams, getting through without any injuries, and then concentrating on the most important game of the season so far, and Sunday in the cup final. Uh, I think Celtic have got a bit of an advantage, Gordon, because, no disrespect to Hamilton, I see, you know, at Celtic Park, I think that Celtic could rotate the squad, uh, one or two players could be rested, and they will still pick up the three points. And, to be honest with you, probably still score goals. Speculation is absolutely fine In this part of the world On cup final week So let's do it Celtic fans Have a listen to Neil Lennon Giving his injury update Listen carefully Listen to his words Listen to the tone of voice And uh, let us know what you think Are you feeling good? Are you confident Odson Edward Will make the game on Sunday? 
Or do you still have reservations? Listen to this and call us right now 01419511025 He is back in training But Neil Lennon says he can't guarantee that he'll start on Sunday The striker will miss tomorrow's night's game against Hamilton As will Mohamed El Yunusi they both returned to full training along with Bolly Bolingoli, uh, Olivia and Cham and Johnny Hayes. Quite the list. So Lennon says they need to get the right balance. Softly, softly with them. And, um, you know, we've got another five days before, obviously, the cup final. But, you know, what our main focus is on tomorrow. And we'll deal with what comes after that, after the Hamilton game between now and Sunday. But, yeah, it's good to, to see them back. Cham, will, I mean, he's got a good chance of starting. Um, as regards Hudson, no, we were pretty confident that um, it was going to be a short-term thing. So, and maybe the rest will have done him good as well. Bow's back in training now, and um, probably tomorrow's too soon. Johnny, he's back in training as well. It's basically as you were on that one as well. So we're confident he'll be fit as well. Celtic fans listening to your manager, does he fill you with confidence? Does that make you think Odson Edward will make the cup final? Or are you more of a pessimistic type who fears the worst? Why not tell us right now? 01419511025. Twitter is at Clyde SSB. It is guesswork, it is speculation, but that's the name of the game. Roger Hanna, what do you think? Yeah, and listen, since the team line came out at Celtic Park last Thursday night, it was no Odson Edward for the rain game. Um, half the people in the country always say, Oh, he's just having a wee rest, so he's ready for the Rangers Cup final. And half the country will say, no, 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 he's, he's got a genuine injury and, and there is a doubt and he might not play at the weekend. Um, I, I tend to take Neil Lennon at his word. I think Neil Lennon has a bit of a doubt at the back of his mind about Edward for the weekend. There are big games coming up for Celtic. You know, Tynecastle away is never easy, even when Hearts are in, are in poor form. There are a lot of big games Aberdeen have still to come to Celtic Park Before Christmas Rangers come to Celtic Park After Christmas So the last thing you would want to do Is take a risk with Edward And lose him maybe to the winter break But for me It's a cup final Celtic against Rangers Rangers against Celtic If odds and Edward is 90% fit For me he starts on Sunday I agree I think that uh, Neil's just playing his cards Close to his chest Quite rightly uh, making Rangers guess uh, They'll all start looking at this game On Thursday after tomorrow night's But I imagine That Edward will start The cup final going I, I really do um, Especially when uh, They're talk about him back in training Doing runs and stuff like that If it was such a bad injury And I cannot totally understand Not playing him tomorrow night I wouldn't do it Even if he was 100% fit I think they can take the luxury of leaving them out tomorrow night because he is such a big, big player for them. And I think he will line up against Rangers in the cup final. I'd be surprised if he's not. Clearly not going to get the same headlines as Odson Edward. That's par for the course when you're a fullback. No offence to the fullbacks union. Mm. But what's the impression you get in that department listening today, Roger? Do you think Johnny Hayes will make it? Will Bolingoli? What, well, what does that mean? Does, the, is the immediate it... problem Celtic have is that Greg Taylor's cup tied. Otherwise there wouldn't really be much of an argument with this um, I think Neil will take to the end of the week He will look and see who is the fitter of the pair Between Hayes and Bolingoli I get the impression Hayes is maybe ahead of Bolingoli In terms of fitness at the minute And whoever is in the better nick Come Sunday afternoon will start the game Yeah, um, I'll all be down to the fitness um, as, as Roger said that, um, And it's a toss up a coin there I think Johnny Hayes can get him play that position No problem Ball and Golly would probably be my first choice. I think the lad's really improved and playing with a lot of confidence. Um, so if he was fit, I think he would start at left back. And then you've got the argument on the other side. 
who's going to start at right back because it looks like no, no, argue, no, no argument your pal please yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm sort of a putting that out there, so it's a double. Yeah, you blur. missed this on Sunday, Roger. Yeah, this was which... one of the finest moments of Gordon DL's season. He was sticking up for Jeremy Frimpong, as he always does. He loves yeah. him. He's been banging on about well, it for listen, weeks. He's his favourite Celtic right back since Matthew Adams was there. Mm. Yeah, but we had a caller who saw right through it, and he said that actually Gordon's only saying that because he knows that that would weaken Celtic, and he wants Rangers to win. On Sunday, why that, a, and why that's a, why. Why would a Motherwell fan want Rangers? He's been. Up? That's no, why he's been tipping. Do, do, you know, do you know what disappointed yeah. me in that, Gordon? We had a bit of a laugh and a joke about it. But what disappointed me this? I was given an opinion about a young eighteen-year-old. I would never disrespect anybody by saying, "Well, I hope he starts for Celtic because it gives Rangers advantage." I'm being upfront and honest. I love that boy I love the way he plays football <laughs> I, love that I, I would take him for uh, bed and breakfast Look after him He's just a fantastic player to watch His enthusiasm The joy at 18 years of age And the one thing he's got And mm. I'll back this to the hill He's got talent So why not play him the final? Right Celtic fans Now's your time to give us a call Let us know what's your gut telling you Is Odson Edward going to make it? You've just heard from Neil Lennon Does that fill you with confidence? Or doubt 01419511025 Of course um, They topped the Premiership By a single goal But Neil Lennon says They can't look any further ahead Than tomorrow's game against Hamilton The players You know Yesterday and today um, The league is a priority And The season doesn't end on Sunday Whether we win the the cup or not, we've got a lot of games between now and the end of the the December break, or sort of when January comes around. So Hamilton is our priority. It's the most important game. We'll go strong, and um, you know our aim is to win the game as as best we can. We'll go strong, he says. What do you read into that? Well, it can go strong and still play players that haven't been starting every week and players that. Might not start the cup final Because of the size of the squad And the quality they've got in the squad You know You'll just look at Lewis Morgan Coming in out of the cold And playing centre forward And doing very very well um, So he's got players there That he can He can turn to You know If in Cham's fit You know If you, if you look at the full squad Probably Cham won't play in the cup final They're starting 11 But Tomorrow night If he's 100% fit He'll probably play against Ham. It's not a bad replacement For guys to come in It's not like you're bringing in Young players He's bringing in Seasoned professionals That are top quality players mm. Okay 01419511025 On the phones Twitter We are at Clyde SSB So feel free To send us a tweet as well Building up to that Full fixture card tomorrow uh, As well as looking ahead To the cup final On Sunday We've got a couple of uh, Different ties tonight Brora against Morton in the Scottish Cup as well It wasn't last week As one internet prankster Tried to Trick everyone into thinking I'm interested to know If he's going to the game tonight Up at Dungeon Park <laughs> Dungeon Park is a fair old Treg five it and a sure quarter is. From Greener Could it be a potential Cup shock though We'll keep an eye on that Peter is a Celtic fan On the line first up Hi Peter Hi Gordon Even Gordon Even Roger Hi Peter It's also, it's also regarding uh, The possibility Who lines up for Celtic At the weekend uh, Obviously I've I would imagine if Edward doesn't make it to me, then that makes them just slight favourites for the weekend. I know we've, we've got movement up front, but you uh, know, having that and an out striker, I know he's pushing himself, but he's not ready, obviously, there is had more game time. And I think, to me personally, I've not seen the boy much, but I think you've got to go for a bit of experience in the boy boy at right back in Sunday. I, I disagree, Peter. Um, 
I disagree. I, I, I agree with you in a, in a sense that Edward is a massive player for Celtic and uh, I would have a much better chance to win the cup final with him and the team and, and not. But at the right back position, I think Bauer is not ahead of Frimpong. I think I would have every confidence in the world putting that young boy in there. Yeah, people were talking about, well, he didn't play as well in Sunday against Ross County. I didn't think he played that badly. He gave away a free kick. He got caught on the wrong side, which young boys will make mistakes and then get punished for it. And I think people highlighted that. But I would, uh, if I, I, I said it in Sunday, if I was Ryan Kent, for instance, and I'm looking at the two fullbacks, who would I rather play against? I would rather play against Bauer because I think Frimpong will go up and down that part all day long and I think he's got great recovery as a young player. So I think that Frimpong will start a cut. I, I, I like El Hamid. If El Hamid was yes, fifth, number I think, one. I think we could have the conversation about who plays. Mm. Because El, El Hamid I think could be seen as a you know a slightly more the conservative selection going up against Ryan Kent. But if we're discussing Frimpong against Bauer, Bauer has done nothing to earn his selection in the team. I think Bauer's been quite ordinary since he came to the football club. Other than he is older, essentially. That, that's, yeah, that's what he's, he's more defensive. You, you could see it as if Celtic had concerns about Ryan Kent, they might have a more defensive right back, mm. which would be Moritz Bauer. But Bauer, for me, has done nothing to earn his place in the cup final team. Frimpong, and I know he didn't play quite as well at Dingwall. He's 18, he's allowed an off day. I, I think Frimpong will start. Peter, what's he done to merit a place then, Moritz Bauer? Also, just again, just a wee bit more experience, Gordon. But I mean, I've not got, I've not really got a big problem. I'm just thinking possible. I mean, unless let go horses for courses and put the boy Frimpong in front of him, just and let the two of them play that side and leave James. If Eddie doesn't make it, leave James as the, uh, the false number nine. And uh, with Ryan just behind him, but I've no, I've not got a lot of problem with the boy. I just think obviously the boy builds that be a bit more experienced. Mm. But if it goes about thing uh, for men, fair do is not. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting mm. out there, guys. But Absolutely. If Eddie, if Eddie doesn't make it, I think obviously the men's are slight favourites. Not mean unless any <clears throat> major injuries happen tomorrow night. Well, that just shows you the importance that, that some fans put on Edward. I mean, yeah. Celtic fan as Peter is is. Admitting in his mind He thinks that That would Tip it in favour of Rangers If Edward wasn't to make I, it I, I think honestly If Rangers were sitting there And the team sheet come in And Edward wasn't on it I think there would be A, a lot of happy Happy uh, players Waiting to go Into that cup final I've got to say Especially the defenders Because Edward is a Big game player He's a terrific footballer He scores goals as well Gordon So he would be a massive Miss to me um, I think if you two If you look at Celtic The two guys that they can't afford to miss going into a cup final would be Edward and Christy for me. Uh, okay, thank you very much, Peter and Postle Park. Let's stay on the lines. Alec is also a Celtic fan. He's got some views on the team. Hi, Alec. Hi, lads. How are you doing? Hi, Alec. Uh, hi. Uh, Gordon, I think another player that Celtic wouldn't want to be going there before Scott Brown. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, uh, but listening to the last boy with Frimpong, the best form of defence is to attack. And for me, after watch uh, after the first fifteen minutes I've seen this boy Frimpong, you just know it was like Van Dyke, you just know there's a player there. So for me, Frimpong or De Lang. Uh, seeing seeing Edward out training and like you say, you 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 know you know you play football one at Gordon. Mm. You know, the guy's running in that now. So an eighty percent for Edward at at a cup final, you know, you got we, we all know he's a big game player. That's his game's I would like. I don't know. Obviously, this is for Neil now, but I would like to see Mikey Johnson somewhere about 
that first team. Obviously, Alang with Edward playing, not as a replacement for it, but with Edward playing because this guy's got a spark. You've seen him when they come on. You, you watch that boy, you see subs coming on, and sometimes it can take them 10 minutes just to get into the game. This boy come on, his first touch, he's away. It wasn't, it wasn't an easy goal, bang in the back of the net. But again, that's for Neil to, 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 to get all his tactics right, you know what I mean? I think the big question, Mark, is going to be if, say, for instance, Edward doesn't make it, who who's going to play up front? We now know that Lewis Morgan has played up there in two games and, 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 and played very well. I think El Yanusi, if he's fit, would probably start uh, up through the middle. Does the clue maybe lie in whoever plays tomorrow then? Because let's say... Lee Griffiths doesn't start tomorrow night And mm-hmm. then you find out On Thursday, Friday, Saturday That Odson Edward doesn't make it It ain't going to be Lee Griffiths then Is it? If God, he's not started God, any of the games Even if Lee Griffiths Starts tomorrow night And plays 70 minutes I do not think He will start in the cup final Even if Edward wasn't yeah. available Yeah I think he would go for well, What's the point more? in that then? Do you do you then Start Morgan again tomorrow Or someone else To, to, to give them more of a chance To get used to the position? Um, I think you keep Morgan In the team For tomorrow in the hope that he continues the form I think you may, you may well also Play Mikey Johnson And um, the problem for Mikey Johnson Is he's been so effective Coming off the bench he, He's going to worry That he's going to be labelled As a super sub Rather than a starter um, And then If Edward doesn't make it On Sunday I still think you look at Morgan And Johnson Ahead of Lee Griffiths Because they've done more To deserve their place In the team Than Lee Griffiths has I don't think Celtic will gamble Both Edward And Il Yunusi. At the weekend I think it might be either or With obviously Edward getting, getting you know The greater chance To start the game Okay we'll leave it there Thank you to Alec We're also building up To Aberdeen against Rangers With a view to the cup final as well We've had a couple of calls About Alfredo Morelos In the last few nights Different levels of praise Towards him And it got me thinking This is one for you Rangers fans Here's the simple question for you Alfredo Morelos Is Rangers best striker Since Who? Me Behave yourself okay. Alfredo Morelos is Rangers best striker Since who? You clearly all love what he's doing at the moment How much do you love it though? How does he compare? Alfredo Morelos is Rangers best striker since who? Give us a call 01419511025 And we could be speaking to you after I tell you about this Clyde One's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas In partnership with Wholesale Domestic Bathrooms Hillington Proud to support Cash for Kids what a prize we have for you coming up This is really going to interest any football fan out there And what's even better It gives you the chance to make a difference to local children in Glasgow and the West At the same time, it is the ultimate win-win We're giving you and a friend the chance to win a VIP experience To head to the FA Cup Final at Wembley in May next year On the Friday, listen to this for a weekend, Gordon mm. You kickstart your day with a champagne breakfast at 29 in Glasgow Fly to London You've got two nights accommodation A five-star hotel in London's West End Two tickets to the FA Cup final at Wembley on the Saturday Then two return flights to Glasgow on the Sunday Brilliant Sounds Absolute not bad, does brilliant. it? Now, here's the important part For your chance to win the road to Wembley All you need to do is text FINAL to 84901 That's FINAL to 84901 Before quarter to six on Saturday The text costs standard network rate Plus a voluntary £5 donation to Cash for Kids Every single penny of it goes to help disadvantaged children Right here on our doorstep So like I say, it's the ultimate win-win The lines close at quarter to six on Saturday For full details plus the T's and C's Go to Clyde1.com We will pick the winner on Saturday show we were also doing our sports auction so some good prizes up for grabs then as well 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel here with me Gordon Duncan on a massive week for Scottish football I probably say that every week but I do mean it all the time because it never stops there's always something happening and this week in particular six big games in the Premiership tomorrow night and of course the cup final at the weekend uh, we've even got a championship fixture tonight Air United yeah, are United, in action Yes, they've had to wait 24 days for mm. various reasons So they'll be a wee bit rusty But they'll be looking to keep the pressure up in the near right? That potential cup shock Brora against Morton tonight That's one to keep an eye on Now just before the travel This is inspired by a couple of calls that we had Speculating about just where Alfredo Morelos is at at the moment So we asked you the very simple question Alfredo Morelos is Rangers' best striker since and let's try and get some answers on the phone Alan is first up in the city centre Hi guys Hello Hi Alan Hello, hi guys Hi Alan Hi there oh, yeah. I, think the, uh, I think the answer is Marco Negri Right, okay So you, what are you basing that on? Is this the, the goals tally? We obviously know Negri had the What was it, 33 by the turn of the year, Roger? Something like yeah, that Yeah, something like is that. that Is that the comparison, Alan? Yeah, that's the comparison that I'm drawing in, in the short time that Negri was with us, yeah Right, okay So the question was Morelos is Rangers' best striker since who? So you don't think he's surpassed Marco Negri yet then? Not, not, not yet, no No, not yet But I think he's probably the next one behind him After Negri hmm. Okay, Roger, that's Listen, there are no right or wrong answers I was just curious to see what we would come up with I was just thinking back actually When you asked the question And I was thinking back to the likes of Nikita Jelovic who played in Rangers' last title-winning team. Um, prior to that, you would maybe look at guys like Michael Malls, I would have said, another outstanding striker, different player to Morelos. But, but Negri certainly one to throw into the, the conversation. I think he had that season, more than 20 years ago, since he had that amazing six months at the start of his Rangers career. Never really got going again, so you, you wonder... After uh, the squash incident. Yeah, mm. well, listen, Daz risked it himself during the, the Bonko Badminton finals a few years ago, if you remember, but um, he managed to escape unscathed. Unfortunately, Marco didn't, and his Rangers career never really kicked on. I, I would actually say this is now Alfredo Morelos' third season at Rangers. He's scored something like 73 goals now. So if you're having arguments about goals He's actually eclipsed what Marco Negri did for Rangers sure. uh, So Alan, you've got him ahead of the likes of Jelovic then Going by your, your your Negri suggestion Yeah, I have Yeah, definitely As I say, in the short time that Negri was there I would say that uh, Yeah, I would say he's probably Pretty much close to, mm. to where Morelos is, yeah It's a good argument It's a good question See, you've, you've got the worst there. memory ever So I don't know how you how you feel about this discussion He's already answered I do I, I do know Negri yeah. I, I, I gave him His big chance In Scottish football I remember you played A friendly against him He scored yeah. about 14 Or something in one yeah, game Yeah yeah But I was only In the first hour mm-hmm. um, <laughs> And he was certainly A terrific goal scorer I think he scored Five against Dundee United He did yeah Was it Second ever game I think Yeah he was Second certainly Some goal scorer But you're looking at Would you put Morelis In front of him Just now I probably would Okay, Alan hasn't quite done that. You have, so you've got, have you got. Well, you must have. You've got him ahead of Yelovich then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Went on to have a good career down the road. Oh, fantastic yeah. career and, and a terrific player. But I just think Morelos just now has got everything. Thelma and Airdrie, what do you think? Alex, Ali McCoy. Wow, the best since Ali McCoy. Aye, because every every time Morelos comes on the park, he scores. Any time Ali come on the park, he scored as well. 
Well, well, I would certainly put McCoy's before Morelos. Yeah, but that, that's yeah. fine because they're almost saying best since. Yeah, best. It's, so, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's high praise, Roger. Because yeah, what time frame does that cover then? He's only I think a current counting two hundred and eighty-two <laughs> goals short of what Ali managed for Rangers in, in his career. Um, it, listen, it's a great argument you can throw in the Ronald De Boers, different type of player as well, but a quality player for Rangers when he was there. Um, Colin again, West. <laughs> Again <laughs> I mean it's, it's 21 and a bit years Since Alan McCoy's left Rangers So is Morelos Rangers best striker In 21 and a bit years He's, he's certainly This season mm-hmm. Making a case To be included in the argument um, The next five days for me Are arguably going to be the biggest Of Alfredo Morelos's career Because Petodri Hasn't been kind to him so far Two red cards there last season Albeit one was overturned he needs to get through that game He would like to score another goal And get to 26 for the season And keep Rangers involved in a, in a title argument And then the one criticism That is always levelled against Alfredo Morelos Never scored a goal against Celtic Very few places to do it Better than Hamden in a cup final Do you play him tomorrow And Sunday Thelma yeah. No doubt about it You don't worry about the potential risk tomorrow You throw him in And then again on Sunday Why? Yeah, that your view. You wouldn't rest them tomorrow. No, I think I, I'm with them. I think you've got to play your strongest side. I think if the game was at Ibrox, Gordon, I think you could throw maybe you could put him on the bench, maybe Defoe if he's fit, put him in there. But I think going up to Petardre, three points are so important. And you've heard the Rangers manager saying. Look, we'll start concentrating in the cup final on Thursday. We have to give respect yeah. to Aberdeen. They know how difficult it is. I expect Rangers to win that game tomorrow night, but I think it'll be a difficult game, and I think they need to play their strongest team. Yeah, well, Stephen Gerrard's banned talk of the cup final. He's urging the players to give, as you say, Aberdeen their sole focus, looking to end an eight-year wait for a trophy, of course. So mm. it's understandable why we and, and fans would look ahead. Uh, but Stephen Gerrard says they can't risk any slip-ups in the league tomorrow night at Pitodri. Fully focused on Aberdeen uh, and the challenge that they pose. It'd be a tough game up at Petardry. Um Certainly, going up there in my time, we've had some real good, good challenges and battles up there. So I expect the same. Um, it's 100% focus on this game, and um, we'll, we'll worry about Sunday yeah, come Thursday. That's what supporters are allowed to do. You know, debate opinions, who I should play, and blah blah blah. But. I can assure all the fans that the focus is very much on this game. We're always saying, you know, when you represent this club and you, you wear the badge and the shirt, you, you've got to do everything you can in your power to stay in the team for the next game. Um, of course, that magnifies a bit with a final at the weekend. Um, but the players have only got to focus on the job that I'm asking them to do against Aberdeen, individually and collectively. Um, it's not wise to think about the weekend, so we need to go full throttle uh, from kick-off tomorrow night to do everything we can over the 90 minutes. So on one hand Give Aberdeen the sole focus Don't think about The cup final But the manager does say That although A lot of people are looking at tomorrow And saying you know, That's a difficult fixture He thinks it's the ideal preparation For the cup final at the weekend I'm pleased we've got a game um, As someone who's Been around finals And stuff like that Sometimes you can have a week lead in Or even longer And um, it can be too long If you like So I think it'll actually help us That we've got a focus And uh, we've got a challenge In front of us we know it'll be tough. Uh, Aberdeen have, have turned the corner in terms of the form. Um, I think it might be four on the spin there. They're on the back of winning. So uh, the challenge is there, but it's a great challenge for us. Uh, it's a great fixture. And um, as you say, the atmosphere will be 
be interesting up there. But for the players, I mean, these are the games that we've got to really enjoy and, and really look forward to. And um, I'm certainly looking forward to going up there today. Yeah, I think he's right in what you're saying, Gordon. He's got to concentrate on Aberdeen because if you don't and then, you know, you lose that game tomorrow and you would really expect Celtic to win at home against Hamilton Ackies at, at Celtic Park, you're then three points behind them. And then, obviously, you get in the cup final and if you have a bad day there, all of a sudden, your week's turned into a, a terrible week. Whereas, if he goes there tomorrow night and they just put their full concentration into the Aberdeen game, get the three points, leading into the cup final... You know, full of confidence. I just think he's right in what he's saying, and it's as it old cliche just now. He's got to take one game at a time. I think if it was someone, I think that Celtic have got the advantage a little bit with the fact that they're playing Hamilton at home. I think that Celtic could maybe rest three, four players and still easily get the victory. I think Rangers will need to go with their strongest against Aberdeen to get the victory up there. Um, so it's going to be the, the only thing he can do is. Get his players out there Try and get the three points And keep his fingers crossed That he doesn't pick up any knocks To vital players And he'll be aware as well About the, the psychological importance Of winning at Petaudry They win at Petaudry They come back down the road With their chest puffed out They've stayed right on Celtic's coattails In terms of the title They can't afford to take their eye off the ball For a second tomorrow night Because if they drop any points Then in all likelihood They're going to be a couple of points Behind Celtic And on a bit of a downer Going into the final on Sunday 0141 on the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Let's speak to Andy, who's in West Lothian. Hi, Andy. Hello there. Hello. Um, yeah, um, we're talking about the best strikers and uh, or prior uh, mm-hmm. to Morelos, um, mm-hmm. Alfredo, who I love very much. Um, I think Dado Perso must come in that equation. Okay, so what does Morelos need to do to get to Perso's level in your mind then? Um, it just I mean, as I say, I, I mean, I think Morelos is tremendous. But um, Dado, in my eyes, was a, a he was more, he was bigger, obviously, than Morelos. But um, I think he could put himself about a bit more without getting into trouble. Um, I can't remember Dado Perso being sent off. I don't know if he ever was, but I can't remember it. Um, but I just think uh, Perso was a fantastic, fantastic striker. Um, is your dog agreeing with you in the background there? Sorry? Is the dog agreeing with you? Yeah, I said he's agreeing with me. <laughs> I just wasn't sure if he was agreeing or disagreeing. I, I can't translate the bark. Uh, what do you think of that shout, Roger? Dado Perso. Hey, listen, he was a very, very good player. Again, played in a title-winning Rangers team, which thus far is more than Alfredo Morelos has managed. So you can see all the pros and cons and all the candidates that have been mentioned so far. It's a great argument. Did you give us a definitive on it in your mind? I can't remember, did you? He's the best since Very difficult to say Because I would tend to look And, and you can take Purcell into the argument Purcell went and played in the, You know, before he was at Rangers Played in the Champions League final If you remember for Monaco Having scored Was it four goals in the Champions League semi-final So a quality player A Croatia international I still tend to go for the guys Who have won things okay. So for me in, in the sort of last ten years I would say Jelovic Because Jelovic won the league And in this week of a League Cup final Jelovic scored a winning goal Against Celtic In a League Cup final at Hamden okay. So I still think Morelos For great though he's been 73 goals so far Hasn't passed Jelovic yet in your mind For me 
He still needs to win things And he still needs to score the goals In the biggest games For what it's worth Scott Wright agrees with you on Twitter He says Jelovic The guy saying Negri I disagree with Negri only produced half a season Never hit the heights again Morelos overall play is superior um, But Caesar 67 Says how can Morelos be in the same bracket As McCoyst and Jelovic These are title winning players It's okay banging plenty goals in But if they don't bring titles They mean nothing And George Brown says Just curious Gordon Is tomorrow night's phone in question about Is Eduard the best centre forward since who? Well that's a bit easier Because you either say Dembele Or you say Larson So no I don't think we will Because that discussion would end very quickly But thanks for the question George 01419511025 We'll take more of your calls next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader for compensation Talk to Thompson's.com Roger, Hannah and Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We are at Clyde SSB on Twitter And we're 01419511025 On the phones Uh, Get in touch Why don't you let us know What's on your mind As we build up to that Full fixture card tomorrow And the Betfred Cup final On Sunday The fixtures have been released Roger for the Scottish Cup After the winter breaks I know people don't want to look Too far ahead um, But some interesting selections If people have got diaries to fill in well, listen, I can tell, um, I can speak about this objectively, given I'm the only non Motherwell fan in the studio at the minute. But mm. Motherwell supporters being asked to go to Dens Park, Dundee, for a 7.20 kickoff on a Saturday night is, um, to say the least, unusual. Game not finishing till after nine o'clock. On a Saturday night is definitely new territory. A lot of the people I've spoken to today, though, love it for some reason. Well, if that's yeah, the case, so. I expect a bumper mother I'll phone Dundee mm-hmm. and tell them to get mm-hmm. the gates open early yeah. For a, a bumper travelling crowd uh, And Rangers Stranraer's the Friday night Televised fixture yeah. as well, does that surprise you? Listen, no, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest Premier Sports did it last season They go for what they believe to be the biggest TV audiences I.e. Rangers fans and Celtic fans So it's Rangers Stranraer Friday night It's Partick Thistle Celtic Saturday tea time And the BBC who get the next selections are doing a double dunt in Dundee, if you like. Dundee, Motherwell, as we say, Saturday night, and Dundee United Hibs on the Sunday afternoon. And Celtic half five on the Saturday, just yeah. as they were last year. It was Airdrie yeah. last year, it's Partick Thistle this year. Absolutely. And listen, the holders starting the defence of the trophy, away to a Thistle team who are struggling badly. 5 1 defeat with 10 men at Dunfermline at the weekend. Uh, the Scottish Cup, to say the least, is not going to be Ian McCall's priority. I think you'll worry less about the result against Celtic than the gate against Celtic because the more supporters he gets through the gate, the more money he will have to reshape that Thistle squad in January and it certainly needs reshaped. Would you go up to Dens for 20 past seven on a yeah, Saturday night? No, yeah, no problem. On I'd the look, supporters' uh, bus, sir. So. Yeah, on the Pettigrew Loyal. Uh, I would look forward to that, Gordon. I, I, doesn't matter where Motherwell are, as long as they're playing, we're there to support them. Right, okay, sure. I limped all the way up there on Saturday just to give them my backing as well. Yeah, you were seen limping away at half time as well <laughs> before the game got wrapped up, so I think we should move on. 01419511025. Brian is a Rangers fan on the line. Hi, Brian. Hi, panel. How are we doing tonight? Good, thank you. Good. Uh, before I go on to my, uh, my point in, uh, about Alfredo, uh, I was just listening to you there going on about the games that have been picked for the Scottish Cup. Uh, I didn't expect the Rangers game to be on, but I was speaking to a, a friend of mine the other day, and he said it would definitely be on. So I'll, I'll, need, I'll need to listen to him more often. <laughs> Both to his uh, knowledge, Brian. Rangers sell have got the biggest ratings, so that, that's why Premier uh, Sports are involved. 
you know, in the Scottish Cup, so uh, I, I should have known better. Uh, right, Alfredo, uh, there is no doubt in the three seasons he's been at the club, he's improved season, you know, and no doubt about that, if you look at his goals, 18 first season, 30 last season, he's got 25 at the moment, uh, he's going to beat last season's goals, you know, be quite a distance. But I think we've, we've forgotten about him, as we, you know, I'm talking about, I thought about Jelovic, as soon as the, the, the point came up, it was Jelovic I, I thought about. I, I used to call Jelovic the beast, because that's exactly what it was in the pitch for Rangers, it was a beast of my man. Uh, so physical, so technical, uh, terrific player, and but he was a seasoned professional when he came to the club, as was Marco Negri, as was Daddle Purso, as was you know, I would think the only one would be McCoyst when he came in '83. He was still a young player, but it took Ali at least three years to adapt to playing for Rangers and quite a few times in that period he was almost on his way Marielis has came Colombian obviously came for finished football scored a lot of goals there then comes to Scottish football a completely different environment very young player 21 that's what I mean he wasn't a seasoned professional and has done superbly since he came to the club uh, yes he had disciplinary problems last season. He seems to have put that behind him. Knock on wood. You can never tell. Uh, but to me, that's the difference. He's a young player coming into a different environment. And, uh, you know, he's done very well in the last three seasons. Um, I like Morelos. Um, the comparison's interesting. Ali McCoy scored a hat-trick in the League Cup final against Celtic a year after signing from Sunderland. So the, the bar's set high. Morelos on Sunday um, they will, I like him said a few times 73 goals I think he has improved season on season his disciplinary record and we're speaking 24 hours before he goes back to that place that he gets wound up at but his disciplinary record has improved but I think there'll be question marks over Morelos until such times he scores goals against Celtic and he scores goals in cup finals so maybe Next Tuesday, if he scored a winner in the Betfred Cup final, you can phone me back and say he's made it as a Rangers player now, and I might have to agree with you. But it, it, for me, he's still got quite a bit to prove. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's speak to Robbie, who's a Celtic fan in Falkirk. Hi, Robbie. How's it going, guys? All right. Not too bad, Robbie. What are you thinking ahead of this week then? Right, I'm just. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm looking ahead to Sunday with Elianusi. And Edward possibly being out of the team. Now, this is if they two are, even if Elianusi's fit, this is what I would go with up their front line. I would play Mikey Johnson for the start on the left. Mm-hmm. This is spearheading attack. Obviously, Brown and McGregor sitting in front of the defence, so I'm just going to leave them out, but more or less going forward. Mikey Johnson on the left. I think I'd put him, even if Elianusi's fit, I'd put him ahead of Elianusi because he's got a wee bit more momentum, and I was absolutely shocked when he came on against Rennes and that goal that he put together with Encham with a 1-2 and the finish was just like as if he had just been playing since the Rangers game when, he, when, he, when he was the last time he actually played it was the Rangers game so he never looked rusty in the slightest and he came on again against um, 
Ross County and again looked absolutely sublime with that finish. I would go with Forrest on the right and I would go with Christie up front with either Rogic or Incham behind them where Christie usually plays in the number 10 role behind. That's what I would go with. I wouldn't go with Lewis Morgan. I would go with Christie and I would go with Incham probably behind them. What do you guys think of that? Well, getting <coughs> on your argument, I like Mikey Johnston. Uh, he set it all uh, going against St Johnston after about five minutes at Celtic Park with a terrific goal. And I think uh, Robbie's right. He's come on. He's made such an impact. But I've got to say, if everyone was fit, I would go with El Yunusi all day long. All day long? Yeah. So you yeah. think he's much better than Mikey I, Johnson? Uh, I think just now, he, he certainly is, yes. In my opinion, mm. Gordon, in a cup final, I think El Yunusi has got everything. Uh, I think Mikey Johnson is a young player, is, is a terrific talent and going to be a, a massive player for Celtic in the future. I think that Neil Lennon's like the James Forrest when he started off, you know, when Neil was coaching at Celtic, James Forrest was his young player that he wanted to see breaking through. I think Mikey Johnson's his project. I think that's his next one. But if I was going with everybody fit at the weekend... Then El Yunusi would start all day for me. Uh, El Yunusi's got seven and twelve. Roger, yeah, Mikey Johnson's got six and twelve. I, I, I like El Yunusi. Played very well in the semi final against Aberni and deserved his Player of the Month award. The one thing that's going to work against him is I, I can't see Neil Lennon gambling on Edward and El Yunusi in the same game. Neither of them have played. They're not going to play tomorrow night. I think it might be one or t'other. And I'll throw another name into the mix for you though, Robbie. Does Tom Rogic? I have a shout Could it be If Christie's going some, Somewhere in there Or mm. even if it's Edward up top Could it be Forrest, Rogic and Christie As the three behind And maybe not in champ Well the one thing You've got with Tom Rogic We've seen it At the weekend Gordon The big talking point Was it was either Him or Christie Played in that role The two of them played And they still won And scored goals I think he's a big game player now I know he's for him He's had a few injuries And a lot of Celtic fans say Well Christie's the number one Yes he is But I just think that If you can fit him into the team In the right shape Then I think he's a big game player uh, Robbie what makes you think Mikey Johnson's better than El Yunusi Elaborate a bit on that for us Gordon's not having it I'm actually I can't really argue with him If you know what I mean Because I've seen El Yunusi in the semi-final And he has actually came onto a game and I can I can see uh, Gordon's point, but I think that uh, Mikey Johnson is really, really, he's the one with a wee bit of momentum. Um, after, but saying that, again, he would have to play tomorrow to get a full 90 minutes to get his fitness up, and he's, you know, he's only played 45 minutes, but even though he scored two goals. But regards to the rest of the team, I would go with Forrest on the right, and I would definitely go with Ryan Christie playing as a striker, either in Cham or Roggett's just behind, but I would actually play in Cham rather than Roggett's. But I can, again, that's another one that uh, Roger says about he would probably say maybe Tom Rogic uh, playing in the number 10 role but again I can't argue with him because in Chalmers Rogic in behind but I, would play I just, I just think one. Tom Rogic gives you how many times have we, we seen him at Hamden scoring important goals I, I just think he's a big game player I think that sometimes you is that more important than current form though because that would be the debate and by the way I'm not saying there's been anything he's wrong with his Sunday. form I was going to say that I know that but he's clearly not his sparkling best is yeah. he let's be honest and listen we've had a lot of debates in 6 o'clock about the formation of the Celtic team particularly in advanced areas of the Celtic team if you think back when Celtic won at Ibrox at the start of the season Rangers didn't have Kent they didn't have Morelos and they didn't have Ojo so the likely Rangers front three at the weekend was changed Rangers didn't have Barisic Rangers didn't have Hollander either 
in that team So you're going to look at a Rangers team with Possibly five name. changes And you could argue five improvements From the side that lost to Celtic So, you know, and both teams The selections will be fascinating come Sunday afternoon Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Beat the pundit time Your chance to win a signed Super Scoreboard ball If you get more questions right Than Gordon Diel Or Roger Hanna Roger Hanna as always Starts on minus one Give us a call If you want to take part tonight 0141 951 1025 Be quick Because the lines close at seven Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The form team for compensation For more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard The build up to the big games Is certainly on We've been looking ahead To Celtic against Hamilton Aberdeen against Rangers You've been telling us How Alfredo Morelos Is the best Rangers striker Since And then you've been Finishing the sentence Lots of different opinions Coming in on that one Keep them coming We will turn our attentions More towards tomorrow's Fixtures as well Let's do this first Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Beat the pundit time And putting out there right now I would say these questions are easy tonight Yeah, I think they are, they're doable I'm expecting some high scores From either Gordon or Roger And Jason in Castlemilk How are you tonight Jason? How are you doing? Brilliant, yep Good stuff you ever played before Jason? I've not, no ah, First time for everything Alright, I'll toss the coin If it's heads You're up against Roger Who starts on minus one And if it's tails It's Gordon DL But it's Roger on minus one Because oh, it is heads Good luck Jason Happy days Okay Happy days (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give Roger Something else to listen to And That's us He can't hear us anymore Jason You've got 30 seconds Head to head with Roger Now remember You can pass If you don't know it Pass and move on to the next one That's what he does That's his secret You ready? (laughs) Go Ready man Your time starts now Who are Scotland's Nations League semi-final opponents? Israel Mark Kerr is the manager Of which Scottish side? Kerr United Which Spanish team Play their home games At the Mestalla? Valencia Who's the current assistant manager of Motherwell? Oh, pass Which side are currently bottom of Scottish League One? Oh, pass What nationality is Rangers Eros Gresda? Uh, Albanian Who's the current manager of Burnley? Uh, Sean Dice Which side is currently third in the Scottish Premiership? Motherwell Okay, let's bring Roger Hanna back Roger, can you hear us? I can hear you fine, Gordon, thanks You ready? Yep who are Scotland's Nations League semi-final opponents? Israel Mark Kerr is the manager of which Scottish side? Which Spanish team play their home games at the Mestalla? Valencia Who is the current assistant manager of Motherwell? Keith Lasley Which side are currently bottom of Scottish League One? Stranra What nationality is Eros Gresda? Albanian Who is the current manager of Burnley? Sean Dyche And which side is currently third in the Scottish Premiership? Aberdeen What is the name of Morton Stadium Quickly Capital Okay I think we got that one in Stewards inquiry if we need it Jason what do you think I thought you I sounded pretty confident out of the park He's out of the park They're unbeatable <sighs> Do you know the thing is Yeah I, th- I, th- I feared they were quite easy And he was just He was on <laughs> one there But you, I thought Jason was actually pretty good Gordon Yeah yeah he stuff. Yeah he would have just Still lost uh, Who are Scotland's Nations League semi-final opponents Is Israel You both got it 1-0 Mark Kerr is the manager of Ayr You both got it 2-0 Valencia play at the Mestalla You both got it 3-0 Although Roger starts On minus 1 So it's 3-2 to Jason 
at the moment Roger equalised though Because the assistant manager at Motherwell Is Keith Lasley So that's us level After four questions Which side is bottom of Scottish League 1? It is Stranraer Roger goes one in front You both knew that Eros Gresda was Albanian You both knew that the manager of Burnley was Sean Dyche But only Roger knew that Aberdeen sit third in the Premiership So he goes two in front And if we even give him the last one, Jason I'll I'll take it off him anyway Um, He would have got Capolo But it didn't matter in the end He's managed to do you Hard lines, Jason Next time, eh? Exactly Phone up and try and avoid Roger That's the key One, two, three, four, five, six, seven or eight Depending on how you're feeling, Roger Um, And a five for Jason Tell you what Five five wins it on a lot of other nights A lot of the time uh, but afraid not tonight Thank you Jason from Castlemilk Your chance to beat the pundit back uh, Tomorrow night He's he's, sort of, he's the Ballon d'Or winner mm. Of, of beat, beat the, the pundit, pundit really isn't he Yeah yeah Any complaints about the real Ballon d'Or last night Surely not Messi uh, no, Like Vir- Virgil had done by mm. No Messi. No Certainly had to be the top two Virgil after the, the way he's performed Through the course of the year Probably fair Messi won Van Dijk too is that his six or something? Yeah, Man, just the six. His first for four years. Yeah, just the six. Six, not bad, eh? So you're okay with that? You're okay with that result? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm quite happy mm-hmm. with any result. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> 01419511025 is the number you need at Clyde SSB. Uh, we'll get back to the calls in just a second. What else have we got tonight? Yes, Morton against Brora. That's one to keep an eye on. That would, that would go down as a huge. Shock wouldn't it I mean the fact that it's got to a replay one <laughs> I'm glad you said that After George Bowie's oh. left the building Well they're going well Brora In the league um, It's a difficult When you always feel in these times When it goes to a replay That the, the team for the Highland League Or the Lowland League Or the juniors Have maybe missed their chance In the first game But by all accounts Morton Burn Brilliant in the first game It's a long old journey up there On a Tuesday night Don't know what the pitch is going to be like So if they get through, they will have had to work very hard to do so. What a week of football we've got for you. Let's keep the build-up going. John is a Celtic fan on the line. You got any questions for the guys, John? Hi, Greg Gordon. I was on last night. I've read Gordon Gell and Roger. Nice to talk to you again. Hi, John. Hello. Hi, as you were talking about there, uh, Roger, that's not my point, but I mean, and Gordon, I would play Rogic on Sunday. He's a big game player, as Gordon Gell says. You know what I mean? So, but my point is, do you not think uh, would you call it Neil should give wee Griffiths a wee hour the morrow? You know what I mean? So I think he should give him an hour the morrow. So I should. If he's what Cook even was saying last night, uh, he's not going to be match fit. Blah blah blah. But Rogic, Rogic and me, Mikey Johnson, have just been getting gradually put back in. So I think the morrow, especially if there's a big doubt about Edward, and don't be wrong, I don't think Griffiths will start on Sunday anyway. But I would, uh, would you call it? I would play Griffiths tomorrow Give him 60 minutes anyway Just to see what it is And that's my first point Yeah I, I don't think they will um, I watched them um, When they come on Against Was it Livingston? And he was a mile Mile off He's He's, he's A lot of to, to do To catch up With his fitness uh, After the game He come back out With the fitness coach And he was doing some runs But I don't see him Getting thrown in for 60 minutes tomorrow at the beginning I think uh, they will build them up gradually by bringing them off the bench Is that not what's been happening though? Mm. He's now come off the bench three times How many more times do you need to come off the bench I, before I, I you think, start a home game against Hamilton? Yeah, but I think they'll gradually build it up, Gordon I, I just don't think, uh, just looking at me, his condition uh, isn't what it should be uh, I've got to say and, and we can understand why because he's been out for a long, long time, the boy he has certainly got terrific talent. He can score goals. We know that. But 
But I just think that uh, tomorrow night it'll be the same again. I think he'll be on the bench, and I think they'll they'll try and get more minutes on his legs. I don't think he deserves a start. I think there's no room for sentiment now. There's a title fight on. There's a League Cup final at the weekend, Gordon. Whoever is picked in the team needs to earn their place in the team. And for me, Mikey Johnson and Lewis Morgan have done more to earn their place in the team than Lee Griffiths has. Now, because Edward is by far and away the best striker and plays all the time, when the rest of them get a chance, they need to take their chance. They need to look sharp. They need to look fit. They need to look interested. They need to score goals. And Morgan and Johnston have scored goals and have looked mm. sharp. But aren't Lee- strikers? Does that does that give well, anything well, in, in well, Lee Griffiths' well, favour? It doesn't matter if, if their left backs are inside rights. No, it does but a bit, when, let's be honest. When, when Neil Lennon, well, Lewis Morgan looked for like someone, a striker you know, against, against Ren last Thursday. So he's taken his chance as a striker and scored a goal. Mikey Johnson, he's hardly had any minutes off the bench before he's scored goals. So he has taken his chance. When he's been asked to go into that forward four, Lee Griffiths, yes, he's a time off the bench. Hasn't looked like scoring a goal. Hasn't looked like the Lee Griffiths of a year ago or two mm. years ago. So, you, you, go, John, you need to go with the guys who merit it. Do you know I think this maybe? I think I maybe. I think I'm personally think if it's a wee goal, it'll, it'll change this the scenario. We're not. I mean, it'll give him the boost he needs. I think it sends so, the wrong message to the other players, though, John. Eh? I think it sends the wrong message to the other players that you know they're throwing Lee Griffiths up in the hope that they might do something, <coughs> rather than throwing in Lewis Morgan and Michael Johnson, who have done something and deserve to be retained. I think if they were looking at him, I think what you're saying, Gordon, about coming off the bench. I thought Sunday, for instance, if they were going to start him, I thought they'd have started him on Sunday if that was the case. I don't think he will start tomorrow night. I think it'll be the same again. And and I think Rogers made a terrific point that you've now got to earn the right to get in there. Whether you say, well, he's a, he's a natural centre forward, he's you know, that's his position. But it shows you that he can throw guys in there like Christie can go and play there, Morgan can go and play there. You know, Mikey Johnston, yeah, he played against Rangers at Ibrox there, wasn't successful. But the movement and the sharpness of these three guys causes all sorts of problems. Lee Griffiths is a mile behind what, that just what, now. What we always forget as well, Dan, all the pundits, all the fans, everybody forgets us. Neil Lennon doesn't just judge them on what they do in 10 yeah. minutes when they come sees off the bench. Every day. Neil mm. Lennon sees them from Monday to Friday as well. And he picks his team not just based on 10 minutes off the bench. He picks a team based on what he sees from Monday to Friday and what they do when they come off the bench. Mm. That's why, for me, Johnson and Morgan are well ahead yeah. of Griffiths at the minute. On you go, John. Aye. See, uh, would you call it, uh, my other point, say, uh, do you know I think Stephen Gerrard is a bit tongue-in-cheek there saying that Aberdeen are still in the title race? Everybody knows they're not. I mean, I don't know why. I think he's playing mind games tomorrow. Oh, wait, sorry for tomorrow's game. There's no Aberdeen have no chance to take this. It's going to be come down to Celtic and Rangers, as everybody knows. You know what I mean? But Roger, can I can I, can I uh, commend you? By the way, you're one of the only pundits, right? And I'm not going to uh, decry Morels. Morels is a fantastic player, right? But everybody's got this guy worth thirty, forty million, and and I, I totally agree with you, mate. Right? He's a player. But see, he does it against Celtic and Cup finals, etc. I know he's done it in Europe this year. Then he can be, would you call it, put up there with the best Ranger strikers for a long time? Know what I mean? I totally commend you, mate. Because some of the some of the pundits in here, I've got especially especially with Alec. Alec got was I think is a hundred million pound player. I think he's actually. No, I don't think so. No, no, no. He's he's good. Listen, he's good. There's, there's no question about it. He's good. He scored twenty five goals by the start of December. If he keeps going at this rate, he could have forty or fifty by the end of the season. But. <laughs> I tend to think he would prefer to have a couple of medals in his bag rather than 50 goals. You know, if you're the most successful strikers 
are the guys who end up with the medals at the end of the season and score the big goal. Do they not play in the best teams though as well? Well, the best strikers playing the best teams, so he he's going to. I think Morelos yeah, to, just, be, to be judged with the Jeleviches and the Pursos and mm. the other guys is going to have to score some of all these goals. Some of them are going to have to come against Celtic. Sure. Some of them are going to have to come in cup finals. But just when you're comparing individuals within a team sport, it can't always be about. It clearly is an important factor, but it can't always be about what they win because Jelovic played in a better Rangers team. You would have to assume than yeah, the one that Brelos plays I, in. I, I would struggle to think of a really, really top-notch striker who didn't, who didn't win, win things. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Thank you very much to John in Coat Bridge. Let's think about tomorrow. John mentioned it about Aberdeen. What type of challenge will they pose to Rangers? Can they pose to Rangers? <laughs> they, they've clearly done it in the past. They were swept aside when Celtic went to Petardry earlier in the season. How do you see them? Coping tomorrow well, I think if you if you were Derek McInnes You would be Really really frustrated by them Because When they play well They can be a good team They can You know They can sweep teams aside Particularly up there at Petaudry But More and more often Particularly this season They did make a lot of changes in the summer They haven't really impressed As you say Gordon They were swept aside by Celtic When I was in the show at the weekend You would all hear Dave Galloway's Half time report When it was Aberdeen 1 St Mirren 1 and he was saying St Mirren had been the better mm-hmm. team In the first half of Petaudry And Although Aberdeen went and won the game They were indebted to a penalty save From a goalkeeper Who should have been sent off Before the penalty save So They, they enjoyed a little bit of good fortune To beat St Mirren on Saturday All that said When they turn up They're good And who's to say they're not going to turn up Against Rangers tomorrow night I mean The Celtic game Gordon Might not be a useful barometer Because there is a perception That There's something about that Rangers fixture That mm-hmm. Gives Aberdeen something even extra And they, they tend to compete a bit better than those um, Having said that They got battered down at Ibrox earlier this season Five as well mil, yeah. So I don't know how, how do you see it going? I, I think it will be a, a difficult game uh, But I think if Rangers play to their potential uh, They've got better players And I think they will win it And if they score a, an early goal I think they could have an easier night But if they don't I'm sure that With the atmosphere there Under the floodlights Against Rangers You do get players Given a little bit more And we know we've had this conversation We don't like it And players should give 100% every single game But when you come up against Rangers Under the floodlights At Petaudry It seems to spur some Aberdeen you, players Your area of expertise We've banged on all night about Morelos How good he is Edward, how good he is where, where do you place Sam Cosgrove in the argument? Because for the start of December He's got 18 goals I think in his last 50 games for that Aberdeen incredible. He's got 38 mm. goals He's bound to cause a threat to Rangers tomorrow Sure, And that's back to what I was sort of saying there as well That it should be even more credit to him Because he's not playing in a Celtic or a Rangers team And he's not playing in a settled Aberdeen so he's, team To be honest, the changes that we've seen at the football club over the last 12 months We've praised him numerous times Gordon And he, he keeps deserving it Oh, without a shadow of a doubt um, And he's playing in a team that's third And I totally agree with the caller earlier About Aberdeen's absolute no chance of the title um, and he's not playing And he's not got the, the same quality of players That Edward Morelis has got round about him But he knows where the back of net is uh, He will be a handful uh, On his game he can be a real handful But I think Rangers will work on a tactic To stop the ammunition coming into Let's speak to Roger uh, Another Roger Is a Rangers fan in Uddingston Hello there Roger Good evening guys Hello Roger Good evening lads um, before I go to my main point um, Somebody missed out a, a good striker with Rangers And he's scored at Celtic Park And he's won a cup And he's just sitting Next to you guys Gordon Dale Well done Roger 
I've been Roger, waiting. I cannot uh, believe you just I've said that. I've been waiting in that phone call all night. Well done, sir. I wonder who you were texting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, guys, but my point is, uh, as a Rangers fan, I, I think it's mouth-watering the games that are coming thick and fast. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it because, remember, four or five years ago, you're playing Challenge Cup games at Albion Overs and Pierre Reed and East Fife. So, hey, this is because I'm enjoying it. And I'm really intrigued that Celtic fans coming on about should play this guy, get this guy fit. So, they, they know we're in the mix. If you keep and say the other night, this is a title race. We are here. We're not going to go away. And I think there's a different kind of a different beast about Rangers. I went all last season. I've been going this season. Uh, and I'll tell you one thing: Celtic know they'll be in a game on Sunday, but Rangers will know they'll be in a game on Sunday because they've got the winning mentality, and we need to break that. But what I'm going to say, my point is that there's a couple of players that come back for well, one come back for injury, and one just got a bit part on Sunday and scored twice. I think Greg Stewart and Jordan Jones could be. The guys in the background who could change the next couple of games coming up. I don't think he might be in the squad tomorrow night, but certainly it could be included maybe in the cup, the cup final. Because 15 minutes ago, if it's Sixty Peaks with Rangers and Celtic, he's got the pace. Last 15 minutes and just just go and go, just one of them, and then we'll take it over there. Mm. And Greg Stewart, I think playing in the number 10 role, I think he's a very clever player. I think I really like Greg Stewart. Um, but first and foremost, I say we'll get the morning night done now, and then so I'll phone you on Thursday. Uh, we'll talk about the, the cup final and I'll phone you in February March regarding the, the Europa Cup final as well <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's looking ahead uh, Jordan Jones has suffered an injury setback so I think certainly not tomorrow and probably not the weekend either um, J- Jordan but, Jones has also blotted his copybook um, I think with that foul that earned the red card and created his own injury in the game against Celtic so I think he's maybe still a bit down the pecking order Greg Stewart didn't do himself any harm did he when he came off the bench we speak about Mikey Johnson coming off the bench and making an impact for Celtic Greg Stewart got a couple of goals which this league title fight is so tight you never know how important those two goals could be in the final analysis Um, for me when Rangers lost at home to Celtic the front three of Defoe Arfield and Aribo didn't work I think in Sunday the front three will be Morelos Kent and Ojo and then the backup will be from Defoe, Arfield, Aribo, and Greg mm. Stewart, probably. How much of a part does Greg Stewart have to play tomorrow and or Sunday, Gordon? I, I think uh, you'll find that he'll be on the bench, Gordon. But you I don't think, think he'll play tomorrow. No, even? I, no, no, no. I don't think he'll, he will. I think Rangers will go with their, their strongest starting eleven uh, if everybody's fit at Pittori. And I think that he could play a big part. You look at both teams, actually. You know they've got match winners on the bench. You know, Greg Stewart can come off and get you that goal that'll win you a cup. Celtic have got guys like Mikey Johnson can come off the bench and get you goals, and and Griffiths could get you a goal as well. So I, I think it's so the balance is so tight, Gordon. But I think Greg Stewart's a good player. I sort of disagree with Roger a little bit. If it was me personally, and I know he's not had the greatest time, but on Sunday I would go with Arfield instead of Ojo. Okay, thank you very much to Roger in Uddingston. We can take a breather, but get ready for this because the teaser tonight is very difficult. It's extremely difficult. I'm confident you out there have the knowledge to come up with these answers. We're looking for 10 players. There is a Scottish Cup League final theme, as you can imagine, in this week of all weeks. Scottish Cup League final. Is that what I said? League Cup final. What did I say? Scottish Cup League. Scottish Cup League. I think they should change it. I think we've just come up with the idea Scottish League Cup final theme So get your pen and paper ready We'll give you the question next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Getting you full compensation is their goal Talk to Thompson's.com It's time for Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel To tackle tonight's full-time teaser It's got a Scottish League Cup final theme We're looking for 10 players And it's tough 
That's the initial information I can give you Now, if you want to hear your question used on the show at some point in the future Then send it over to fulltime at clyde1.com That's fulltime at clyde1.com Just like John did tonight John says, can you name the last 10 players To score for the losing side in a Scottish League Cup final? So can you name the last 10 players to score for the losing side in a Scottish so League Cup n- final? Not old firm final, just any League Cup any final. Any League Cup final. As we go along, I'll think about telling you the time frame. Who was last year? In terms of when, when that takes you back to. Yeah. But we're looking for the last 10 players to score for the losing side in a Scottish League Cup final. The problem is, a lot of the recent ones have been to nil. I know, Celtic last year. Uh, it was a year before. One that springs to mind for me Ryan Stevenson for Hearts against St Mirren He got two didn't he? Yeah Yes well done 2013 uh, Ryan Stevenson I'm going to dive in I know it's in the tip of Daz's tongue Was mm-hmm. it? Did David Partridge score for Motherwell? <laughs> oh magnificent I thought that was one you wouldn't get I mean I was scarred at the time I remember it as a what would that have been 16 or something I remember it well It was a consolation To say the least David Partridge That was in a 5-1 game yeah, 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 yeah. Five, right. maybe. Yep Motherwell against Rangers 2005 David Partridge you ha- Did you not have him In the back of your shirt That year? Yeah, well, I up here never, never, no. never had him no uh, Brilliant shout I must say David Partridge And Ryan Stevenson oh, Roger that's, that's all Is Partridge the furthest one back Or are there ones further back? There are ones further back so it just shows I'm, you how many I'm, League Cup finals have to been to zero. Henrik Larson. Yes. Do you remember it well? I actually don't remember that well, but I used when John Hartson was a former columnist of the newspaper and I don't think he'll ever go over missing the penalty in the last minute of that final. It would have sent it to extra time. Two thousand and three Henrik Larson scored for Celtic, but Rangers won at so, the final. So is that the furthest one back? No, it is not. But that's a good stopping point for us at the moment. We're looking for the last ten players to score for the losing side in a Scottish League Cup final. Send us your attempts at Clyde SSB. We've got Ryan Stevenson, Henrik Larson. And David Partridge for Motherwell against Rangers. Gordon, have you got anything? No, yeah, no, 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 no. Right, no, okay. No. Uh, no problem at all. Um, Daz, da, hold on a wee second, please. Daz. Two minutes ago, we were discussing one of the finals, and you asked me, who scored in it? And I told you who scored in it off air, and you still can't remember. That's right. Last old firm final. Yeah. Uh, Ledley. <laughs> Is it? Yes Get in there Roger Right that's 4 of 10 We're definitely leaving it there We'll speak to John Paul in just a second But let's give you an update from One of the other big stories Doing the rounds in Scottish football At the moment And that's that Austin McPhee Remains unsure how long He'll be in caretaker charge of Hearts It does look like We're closing in Daniel Stendel Is the man Barnsley Look to be seeking compensation Over that potential appointment Who is thought to be The first choice to take over um, here's what Austin McPhee had to say It looks likely he'll be in the dugout tomorrow The club are, are um, Working on the, uh, What they believe to be the best next step And sometimes these things take a little bit of time um, And I'm uh, Very confident that we can Pick up three points tomorrow night uh, And that the uh, the players are in a good frame of mind For this game uh, She just asked me to proceed with taking The, the first team just now um, I'm I'm uh, just focused on that, and uh, you know the other things going on in the background. Um, I don't need to to know what they are just now. To I just need to focus on the game tomorrow night. It's a massive three points for us. We need to get the team on the front foot. We need to uh, get the supporters behind us early on in the game. 
and we need a similar performance to the, the three points that we picked up against St Mirren Roger give us your understanding of this current situation at Tynecastle. Um I'm struggling to think back to a more bizarre and elongated search for a manager Craig Levine seems to have left the club a month ago more than a month ago other clubs just go and appoint a manager um, I actually feel a little bit sorry for Austin McPhee because Austin McPhee has been put up there for a semi-final against Rangers it was always going to be tough um, for a trip to Kilmarnock which I saw for Super Scoreboard they were diabolical um, I was actually speaking to somebody at Easter Road at the game at the weekend and I said if they play like that at Ibrox they'll lose 5-0 I wish I'd put some money on it because they lost 5-0 um, they are in desperate need of the security that a new manager brings them and yet still they go on in search of a new manager. Um, Daniel Stendel has emerged as the person and Budge and the board seem to want, and yet they still don't know whether he's free to be appointed, whether they owe Barnsley money, whether they need to pay him money, what needs to happen next. And all the time, the team is suffering. They're only off the bottom of the Premiership table on goal difference. That's disgraceful for Hearts. Absolutely disgraceful. But they deserve to be where they are because they've been so bad. They need a manager now And frankly If Daniel Stendel is the guy That Anne Budge and the Hearts board want Just go and pay the money Because they need to get somebody in now Can't disagree I totally agree I've said it on Sunday as well uh, You know it's taken so long And Hearts are down there in a relegation battle Can you imagine the, the, the loss to Livingston tomorrow night at Tynecastle? Um, they obviously don't think Austin McPhee is the man to be the manager I'll be interested now to see if he puts his hat in the ring to be sporting director Which I probably think he will Because uh, he was sort of a going between wanting to be the manager, wanting to be the sporting director And if you're not going to give him the job Then you've got to go out there, get your target, get him in And you look at the difference with Hibs Hibs have brought in Jack Ross And all of a sudden things are starting to look good for him Got a few results, climbed the table Hearts need something quickly And they need to start doing it right now Never mind waiting for an hour, two or three weeks Because as I said If they lost tomorrow night What a battle there A strange atmosphere tomorrow as well Because Mm. you know the fans are Losing patience over at Roger And Something you said about feeling sorry for Austin McPhee is interesting Because of course he needs to take credit for The, the team that's going on the pitch and, and the way it's setting up but, but the whole situation hanging over his head You've got a guy who's talking there And yeah probably will be in charge tomorrow But doesn't really know how long for And does it affect no, the players well, Listen I, probably? Don't, I, I don't particularly know Austin McPhee at all But it's a big ask Austin McPhee's never been a manager in his own right I'm told he's a highly respected coach Does his best work on You know out in the training field He's never been a manager It's not as if he's had Experience of five or six jobs It's going to stand him in good stead For taking this Hearts team It's very very difficult for him Apart from anything else He's lost a lot of his best players Through injury He hasn't had John Souter He didn't have Stephen Naismith At the start He's only getting Craig Halkett back Jimmy Walker Still doesn't look quite 100% After a lengthy layoff So he hasn't had Connor Washington The first choice centre forward So it's been very very difficult for him I think he needs Help There um, we thought help was going to be at hand In the form of Daniel Stendhal I actually thought he was going to be there On the stand watching the team tomorrow night But as we mm. sit here at half past seven On a Tuesday It doesn't look as if it's any closer to happening Kenny's a Hearts fan Sum it up for us Kenny it's, We're sort of going day by day on this I think um, We spoke to you last week on it What do you think? I just want something to happen quicker guys I know uh, 
you know what I mean, evening guys. We, we, we can all speak about uh, taking our time and getting everyone right, but I, th- I think that an appointment really needs to be done. And, you know, you've seen all this carry on that uh, uh, Stendhal's been sacked and now all of a sudden uh, they're wanting compensation. You know what I mean? It's, it's bordering on lunacy at, at times, but I just wish they would get somebody in. Uh, and get this team sorted because there is a team there there's a team in amongst that squad mm. I agree with you Ken I said that on Sunday I think it's uh, I think it's a good job for someone to get and just you know change one or two things about it. I think you've got to get the corridors cleared I think I said on Sunday as well I know that people say well Craig Levine's not got a big say but he's still hanging about there I, I, I've nothing against Craig Levine I think he was a terrific jambo I thought he was You know as a player And a leader And a captain He was brilliant He, he worked very hard for the club But he has got to get removed You now look at Austin McPhee Austin McPhee put himself Into a position that He really wanted to be the manager I don't think Hearts believe in him To be the manager Now if you're walking in there As a the manager of the club Do you look at Austin McPhee Going now sporting director or do you keep him on the coaching staff? Or do you decide, like Levine, no, it's a fresh start, get him out and get your own people in. But I think Kenny's right. I think it has to be done quickly. It's okay turning around saying, we want to take our time, we want to make sure it's the right man. You cannot guarantee it's the right man. He can come in there like Ian Cathro and fall flat in his face, or he can come in there and hit the ground running. I totally agree with Kenny. I think it's a good squad with experience and young players and I think that if they get the right man in, tweak one or two things, then they can start picking up results and climb the table. What about tomorrow, Kenny? Can you see three points, or is it is it so bad that you're wondering where they're going to come from? Listen, as I said to you last week, guys, you never know what's coming. You know, I, I kind of thought we were going to get a, a thumping at the weekend off the Rangers, but then I, I sort of go back and I'm saying, the Tibbs not get beat 6-0, did Aberdeen not get beat 4-0? You know, and, and and yeah, we're a poor team. You know, the way the way the season's been gone for us, again, it's it's a sad excuse to say about the injuries, but I think these guys have referred to it. Walker's just back. Uh, Washington, you know, Michael Smith was missing on Saturday. He's probably been our most consistent player uh, for the last the last good few months. You know, he's the only guy keeping the team together, and we could do with Suter, Suter back and. If if we can't get Haran back mended, then we need to really replace him because he's a big, big miss in that midfield. Yeah, fair point as well, Kenny. Now's the time for Aaron Hickey to be taken back out of the team. Um, great, youngest ever cup finalist at the end of last season. Started the season very well. He's beginning to look a little bit shaky. Taken off at half time at Kilmarnock. Mm. I thought he was bullied badly for the first goal at Ibrox at the weekend by Morelos. The lad is still only 17 years of age. I think maybe for his own good. He needs a wee rest for, for a month or six weeks Thanks to Kenny John Paul is a Celtic fan Let's stay on the lines And see what John Paul has for us Evening panel How's it going? Good thanks Hi, I've, I've enjoyed the show Later the day of the night uh, Obviously it's been It's fascinating to listen to people's Different opinions You know And I phone the show a lot And, and I speak and, I, and I've come on And praised Neil Lennon How he's done this season You know And what I'm about to say Isn't it isn't a, um, a negative or anything like that But I, I'm, I wonder if he's Maybe thinking I maybe wish I should have used Scott Sinclair a bit more, you know. And I'll back up my point, but, you know, uh, I think Lewis Morgan has no chance of starting on Sunday, right? And that's no disrespectful, boy, but if you look back to Ibrox last year when Roger started Mikey Johnson up front, um, it was a too big occasion for him. Um, it caught in the headlights a wee bit, the game, the magnitude of the, the game was too big for him, and I think that would be the same for for um, Morgan on, on Sunday. Uh, Griffiths, if Griffiths was ready to start, Neil Lennon would have started him. He's also, I agree with the guy saying, it's not just it's not just uh, on a Saturday 
he sees this guy in training every day, so he's also not doing enough to be knocking on the door and saying, you know what, I'm going to put faith in you again. I love Griffiths and I hope he does get back, but he's also not doing it. But I look back to the Patrick Crystal game, you know, and he brought Scott Sinclair on and he scored. You know, Scott Sinclair is a very experienced player. Um, for what I hear, for people, close people, like young boys who put the cell, young Jack H and that, tell me he's a true professional. Um, he gets all the young boys, he, he helps them through coming in, he keeps himself ready. I follow Scott Sinclair a lot on social media. Um, and the international day was away training. He was in Dubai. He was training every day, non-stop ready. He trains twice a day. He's got experience um, at Hamden against Rangers, albeit it wasn't the same Rangers as it is now. Um, they weren't they weren't there as good, but he's got experience. He can lead the line. He can go in behind. He can come deep. He's got experience in bigger games. He can cause centre half problems, you know. And I maybe think to myself, does Neil Lennon maybe wish he had used them a wee bit more? Good question. What do you think, guys? When you go, Roger, you can. Uh, no. I don't think Neil Lennon does wish he, he, he could have used them more. You can only, you know, as we say, he, he he sees the players more than anyone else. And he picks the team based on what he sees. I thought it was telling last Thursday. And how many weeks in this show have we discussed about what would Celtic do if Edward wasn't there? Mm. And all of a sudden, Edward's not there. And I don't think any of us would have expected Lewis Morgan to fill that void. But he did it. And he did it well. And... Suddenly he's there Suddenly Michael Johnson's there Michael Johnson scored a terrific goal against Wren Followed it up Come off the bench You'd hardly looked up And realised he was on When he'd scored a goal At Dingwall at the weekend So You need to be fair To players who are coming in And performing for you um, It's noticeable That these guys are being selected Ahead of Griffiths Griffiths isn't getting a chance first And then they're coming on And replacing him They're getting the chance Ahead of him For me They're now Ahead of him In the pecking order And you know, if we'd said this two or three years ago, would have been laughed out the studio. For me, Lee Griffiths is about fourth choice striker now for Celtic. Yeah, it's hard to argue with Roger, but I think he's fourth uh, choice striker not because of his ability. I think he's just miles behind in fitness and yeah. sharpness. No, there's no question his ability, but yeah. you, you, you can't. But where you where, can't live on past. No, no, I, I totally agree. You've got to get your head down, get back in there, and and and, and show the manager you're willing to work. I do agree with John Paul a little bit in the fact that. I don't think Lewis Morgan will lead the line. Um, I think Scott Sinclair, I don't know what it is. Um, I think he's got so much to offer, and I've said it every time I've been asked a question in here. I think he's one of these guys that he's got experience, as John Paul says. He can score you a goal. He can play in one or two positions. He was Scotland player of the year here as well, and I know he's forum dipped. But if you look at the seasons every time he played, for a wide man, he scored 20 plus goals. So it shows you that he has got something to offer. But we keep getting back to the, the same conversation. Neil Lennon sees him in training day in, day out, and he doesn't fancy him just now. John Paul, thank you very much for the call. Good point to the guys. And what about tonight's teaser then? Oh. Some good answers coming in on Twitter. Big uh, shout out to S. Mm. Uh, very simple Twitter handle S and Milo Lorimer. They've got a Couple that you're still looking for I can't, I can't believe I've missed one Name the Keep last the 10 team. players to score for the losing side In a Scottish League Cup final Ryan Stevenson, Joe Ledley, Henrik Larsson, David Partridge I was at Hibernian versus Kilmarnock at the weekend for Super Scoreboard And ahead of the game I interviewed Lewis Stevenson for a piece in the sun on Saturday mm-hmm. Lewis Stevenson was man of the match for Hibs in a cup final against Kilmarnock Kilmarnock's goal was scored by Gordon Greer <sighs> Lovely 2007 Gordon Greer For Kilmarnock Against Hibs Going back the way 
I think you said Larson's goal wasn't the furthest away. Give us a team. Give us D- a team. Dick Advocate's first season at Rangers. Did Nick Dasovic <laughs> score for St Johnson in a cup final? He is an uh-huh. encyclopedia, this man. Roger, Nick that is absolutely Dasovic, brilliant. well done. I, I'm so proud to sit next to you. Now, we'll leave it there because that gives you a bit to, of time. To be fair, Daz helps me. Daz nudges me and starts three yeah. pieces of paper to Sure, him. he does, yeah. That gives you a bit of time. Uh, here's something you can do while the guys take a breather and get their answers. Or you can head to Clyde1.com for the chance to win a stunning home entertainment system thanks to Larbrooks. This is in celebration of Clyde One Super Scoreboard's coverage of Celtic and Rangers in Europe. As you'll know, we've been with both sides home and away throughout the campaign weeknights from six. And around the clock at Clyde SSB on Twitter as well So to celebrate that coverage Ladbrokes are helping give away a stunning home entertainment system And if you fancy it Head over to Clyde1.com We'll get the answers to the teaser next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Tonight's full-time teaser is this And by the way, if you want to hear your question used in the future The address you need is fulltime at Clyde1.com But tonight's is this Name the last 10 players to score for the losing side In a Scottish League Cup final Going Starting most recently From the ones you've got so far You've got Ryan Stevenson, Joe Ledley, Gordon Greer, David Partridge Henrik Larsson, Nick Dasovic Stokes Hibs Against Ross County No <laughs> Serious Seriously Get looking at that page again Well someone scored for Hibs against Ross County It just wasn't oh. Anthony Stokes So I was right with the game Yes But the wrong goal scorer mm-hmm. Who scored for Hibs Was it Liam Fontaine was it Who now plays for Ross County Yeah oh. it's Liam Fontaine I cannot believe that I've actually written down Stokes I was so sure you were right, Dan. What, what about? I think Rangers beat Dundee United in the final. Okay. I'm just trying to think. It came to me. Mark Kerr was one of the questions and beat the pundit. I think Mark Kerr made a mistake at the end of the game. He did. Chris Boyd scored a goal. Right. Two two, and it went to extra time, and Rangers won it. Okay. So who scored for Dundee United? Did Noel Hunt <laughs> score? <laughs> he did. Well sure. done, Noel Hunt. Roger, you. Right, two to get, we'll leave it there Let's take a look at more of tomorrow's fixtures Shall we? Keith Lasley's been speaking today uh, He says any budget restrictions won't be allowed to rein in the ambition At Motherwell, there were some recent figures out I don't know if you saw these on social media Showing the Fir Park side with the third lowest playing budget In the Premiership last season But they're fourth top at the moment And the assistant boss says everyone's just striving to get better It's realistic to think that you know a, a club of our size is is you know staying in this division is a, a is an achievement in itself. Um, you know certainly bigger football clubs than us that are not even in this division. Um, so yeah, yeah, obviously first and foremost, but hopefully it's a reflection on the hard work put in by everybody since the summer and uh, across the board. You know players, staff, everybody at the football club and um, where we, where we might be have a small uh, in terms of budget and money. We were certainly not small in terms of our hunger and desire to. To get the absolute very best out of everybody inside this building, and um, again, that's that's just our focus. And if we do that, we feel as if we'll give ourselves a chance of maintaining, the, you know, the, the good start that we've had. But we know it's going to take that because we know, uh, you know, there are other uh, clubs that will have eyes on, on certainly overtaking us, and, and we need to be aware of that. St Mirren v Motherwell tomorrow, brilliant for me because it's arguably the easiest ground to get to in the Premiership <laughs> after the show finishes. Uh, but put that selfishness. To one side That's Got an important look About it for St Mirren As well Well it does Because We, we said last week Before They played Hibernian Last Tuesday night 
If St Mirren are going to stay in this league It looks as if they're going to have to take the vast majority of the points In Paisley They're away for Well I'm going to say their away form hasn't been good That's maybe harsh because they played well at Pitodre at the weekend The away results have been very poor They haven't maybe got as many points on the road As their performances have merited Therefore they've had <coughs> to fall back on the form at home Those wins against the likes of Aberdeen And St Johnson and teams like that And if they're going to give themselves any breathing space In what's become a very congested bottom six mm-hmm. They're going to have to get points in games like Motherwell at home Yeah, good one to look forward to tomorrow Full fixture card Want to try and squeeze in another call though We are running out of time Let's speak to Paul who's on the line Hi Paul Hi Gordon, hi Gordon, hi Roger Hi Paul Uh, My point tonight is uh, Last night Virgil van Dijk came in Second place in the the Ballon d'Or Brendan Rodgers has now been strongly linked to the, the Arsenal job uh, Celtic doing so well in Europe uh, Fair enough it's the, the Europa League But really beating teams Beating Lazio home and away Beating Ren last week Without really getting out of second gear uh, And Odson Edward Being the kind of hottest striker In the, the French under 20 wins You think that Celtic at Scotland Playing in the Scottish League You think we're starting to now Get a bit more respect And do you think I listen to the uh, English press all the time who never really gave, didn't think much of Brendan Rodgers winning uh, with Celtic. They didn't think much of it, but now he's been linked to the Arsenal job. And Big Virgil came in second again. He made his name probably more so at Celtic. Uh, went down to Southampton, but never actually played that long before he down tools until he got his, his move. So just what you think, guys? Do you think our reputation is getting better? I think the thing, Paul, that's going to help the reputation of Scottish football more than any of that is the performances of Celtic and Rangers in the Europa League this season. Celtic have won the group for the first time, a record haul of 13 points. Um, They've won four consecutive games, back-to-back against Lazio, etc. Rangers, currently top of their group. If they beat Young Boys a week in Thursday at Ibrox, they'll have won their group as well. A group that's included the likes of Porto and Feyenoord. Both teams would be seeded. For the knockout stages of the Europa League They've helped the coefficient Up to the extent that if we stay where we are now In 15th place There would be two Scottish teams in the qualification For the Champions League in 2021 So I think that Does more for the reputation Of the game than You know The careers of a few individuals who sort of come through Our game if you like But you know to do it to do so to get these results in Europe both teams have to attract the good players they have to attract the good managers and it all has to fit and they're both doing a good job of it just now yeah and I suppose on that then it can still play a part because anyone who wants to come to Scotland from the Netherlands might look at the path Virgil course, van Dijk's yeah. taken and, and, and Brendan Rodgers the success he had as Roger says these are guys who passed through our game so really the, the main thing is the results that we get in Europe probably but it all fits into a bigger picture goal. Yeah, yeah, I think it does. Um, I think that um, you know we've come up in the standings, obviously, and both clubs are doing their very best. And I think it does attract players, Gordon. You know, it's a stepping stone. Let's be honest. If the big English clubs come in for you, then oh, that's where players want to play. But to come to Scotland and play for you know and put yourself in the 
the, the window Then I think it's a great opportunity Nice positive note to finish on Paul I like your style Thank you very much Let's see if we can finish off On a positive with the full time teaser Can you name the last 10 players To score for the losing side In a Scottish League Cup final You've got Liam Fontaine Ryan Stevenson Joe Ledley Noel Hunt Gordon Greer David Partridge Henrik Larsson And Nick Dasovich I, I think the other Dundee United scorer Was Mark DeVries <sighs> You think Correct Well done Now the last one we're ra- We've been racking our brains Okay If we think it's before Nick Dasovich mm-hmm. I think the season before Dasovich scored Celtic beat Dundee United 3-0 Right So the previous year I think Rangers beat Hearts 4-3 <laughs> And the last goal scorer I think this is a Google oh, go, go for it John Daly I think it was David Weir John Daly <laughs> It was David Weir Was it? David Weir for Hearts Against Rangers There we go David oh. Weir 1996 Well done <laughs> Roger <laughs> Gordon you I'm were a good teammate You were a supportive mean. teammate On yeah. that one That was tough I must admit Really tough uh, Thank you very much to the guys Big thanks to you For your company tonight Great standard of the calls And tweets So many to get through So apologies if we didn't But the good thing is We're back tomorrow In the company Of Mark Weary And Jim Duffy What a night for football Wednesday night Under the lights Every team in the top flight Playing What's not to love We'd love for you to join us And Callum Gallagher is up next So stay right there Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.